Hi, I'm Varun Haran. I'm Senior Editor with Information Security Media Group. I have the pleasure today of speaking with Matthew Monahan, who is the CEO for Forcepoint. And we're going to be talking about the fundamental issues in the way cybersecurity is approached today and what are the gaps that need to be addressed. Matthew is going to be speaking from his experience and what he's seen in his industry from conversations with his peers. Hi, Matthew. Thanks Hi, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Perfect. My pleasure. Matthew, this whole walled garden approach, the perimeter-centric approach, is no longer working and everybody's acknowledged that. However, your organizations still keep trying to recreate it in some way or the other. So what do you think the gap in thinking is? Where is the problem? I really think there's a, uh, a mindset issue that exists inside of security, where we try to keep replicating what worked once in the past and apply it to the future. That is not going to work. In the old days of the walled garden, as you talked about, where enterprises had complete control over the infrastructure, we've proven that that has failed. 95% of all companies who have used a walled garden approach have been breached. People are getting in. To make it more complicated now, 90% of all enterprises have some sort of digital transformation taking place. It could be O365 just starting out, or it could be someone like Netflix who is running completely in the cloud. So people are getting in and businesses are now going out and we're still trying to put too much control on people and content when they're meant to be mobile and uh, flow. And so I think um, there has to be a mind shift that recognizes that the hackers are on to us and we need to change our approach. So while you have all these new transformative technologies come and there's a lot of new innovation happening in the security space, technologies like UABA and AI, they can really have a transformative effect on the way security is approached. But can they really make a difference unless the underlying framework is revisited and optimized for this new paradigm? That is a great question. So I am very excited by these new technologies and they offer a lot of promise. The problem is right now is that there are features that are attached to a infrastructure that is broken. And so it's almost like attaching the new to an old machine. The old machine doesn't work in real time, right? It's almost like a bunch of islands of information and capabilities and products that are all stitched together to try to stop something. That is not going to be useful if you're attaching new technologies to that enforcement model. And so I'm very excited by EUBA, which helps understanding behavior of identities in the network. And AI can be helpful, but it's got to be done in real time and be able to move quickly and automate it. Because part of the problem with security is that the old infrastructure hasn't automated anything and allowed organizations to act predictably and proactively. It's been all reactive. So I'm excited by the new technologies, but it's got to be matched with a new proactive approach to enforcement, not attached to the reactive walled garden approach that currently exists. Sure. So let's expand a little bit more on that. This infrastructure that already exists, that's you know some of this legacy stuff or the approach, the processes that are legacy, they've been around for so long that you really can't rip and replace. Mm. There has to be some kind of a strategic approach to doing this. Yes. So how do you go about doing that? How do you adapt your security strategy to the new paradigm. No, it's a really great point because you don't, it's too difficult just to rip it all out. It takes time to do that. It costs money to do that. And so you need to have a staged approach where you can have baby steps before you get to the entire transformation. So long-term planning is important. I would really step back and look at a list of legacy technologies like antivirus and others and ask, 
are these really adding value anymore? Sometimes the answer is yes, but it's more from a hygiene standpoint, like brushing your teeth, than it is around truly securing the enterprise. And so I would have two checkboxes, hygiene or security. And if they're all in hygiene, start taking out some of the ones that are in that category and applying them to things like EUBA, AI, some of the forward-leaning technologies and have that roadmap. And try to map that roadmap to your digital transformation. If you're just starting out and you're using O365, ask yourself, what does securing the O365 environment need? And maybe that's your first purchase or second purchase and then go from there. You know, we hear a lot about what security is getting wrong. I mean, say we get smashed for everything that's going wrong. But what are some of the things that the industry is doing right, according to you? And what do we need to do more of? I think as much as we say security is broken, we're trying really hard. (laughs) So I think the security industry has had a wake-up call over the past uh, two to three years, recognizing how ineffective it's been. And we all are collectively doubling down on making that better. I think EUBA is a part of that. I think AI and machine learning is a part of that. And so I think you'll see over the next two to three years in security far more automation and uh, predictive uh, capabilities as opposed to the manual reactive that were for the first uh, 20 years of the cyber industry. And how much of automation do you think we can really bring into the security space? I mean, there has to be an element of cognitive control oversight. So how do you strike the balance between the two? It's really important. You don't want algorithms making decisions based on personal bias. The good news is, is that there's a lot of innovation happening in cyber, but it's not at the stage yet where it's true AI. A lot of it is machine learning, which sure. is a subset, the first use case. So uh, automation is incredibly important, right? And so automating manual tasks of humans so that organizations can scale faster is critical. Uh, I think that's where, you know, some of the near-term things will, will really get right because machine learning can really help with that. All right. Talk to me a little bit more about this idea of human-centric security versus threat-centric security. Why is it relevant today? Every security product ever built was designed to stop someone from doing something, okay? And for some reason, we forgot about the person in that equation, Uh right? We got caught up in bits and bytes and products and events and indicators of compromise and a very techie, geeky view of the world. Uh, We should be starting with the human. You know, what are hackers? Hackers are people too. You know, what are hackers or customers or partners or employees doing? And how do we understand that behavior, what is normal and abnormal? And we haven't done that in the past 20 years. And it's almost such a simple view of the world. The reason that's so important is because 80% of all breaches take place now because hackers are stealing people's identities and credentials. So Varun, if you had your identity stolen or credentials to your company stolen and a hacker was using you to get into your company, how do you know it's not you? Current technologies can't stop that. And that's so important because you can stop nation states, you can stop hackers, you can even help employees who may be tired from doing bad things like sending attachments out because you got fished, right? And so um, I think there's going to be a complete paradigm shift which focuses on humans and accounts and uses behavioral profiling to understand, is this who they say they are? And if so, are they behaving the way that a bank would want them to? And if they're not, bring up the defenses as opposed to just putting up the defenses trying to stop everyone. So I think it's going to be one of the greatest areas of innovation over the next 10 years. Thanks, Matt. Thanks so much for that great and timely insight. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. So that was Matthew Monahan, who is the CEO for Forcepoint. For ISMG, this is Varun Haran. Thanks for listening.